Where you been, bro? Where I saw you shaved it, but I never, but I haven't been on the podcast in a minute. So I, was I like, know I, I gotta, shaved. I gotta, I gotta ask him. Oh, oh, oh! Fine, Congratulations with the with the master degree. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it for people listening. Your boy got his master's, so we one step closer to being hey, done with hey, school. Hey, hey, in a few, in a few. How long? How much long you got for your doctorate? Probably another two, maybe two and a half. So we don't see that uh, PhD on uh, on all the on the social medias. <laughs> you see, you see, I already put the the MS on the. I saw it. Uh, I was like, respectfully, respectfully. I had <laughs> to. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's going well. So hopefully, another two ish. I think my expected graduation is like fall of twenty twenty four. So. Uh huh. I I. We'll see, man. But yeah, man, I shave. I shave on New Year's Eve. I shave once a year on New Year's Eve, and I just let it grow for the whole year. That's not bad. I might just start getting on that, even though I can't grow yeah. nothing. <laughs> bro, that's why that's why I do it to get it to grow. Because uh, when I do it, I every day you guys brush it to like stimulate the the, the follicle or something like that. So you just you're just brush. So I brush like two three times a day, and I'm just sitting there brushing on it. And I got like beard oil to help bro. keep it like moisturized and stuff like that. Yeah. Some dude at work was telling me, like, they got these, because uh, he said he struggled to get, like, facial hair and stuff. So he had, like, these little, like, rollers or whatever that had, like, needles where it was, like. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. I, I don't know if that's, like, legit or not. I hear it plus, is, but I don't even, it don't even really take all that. A brush, just a brush would essentially kind of does the same. Yeah, with the, with the oil, too, and obviously yeah. washing your face. That's a big part of it, cleaning your face. So Yeah. So. Well, yeah, man, because I remember freshman year, uh, not freshman year, but in high school, no facial hair. And then, like, Bro, freshman, sophomore year of college, I had this one chin hair that was, like, it was, like, one long chin I used to just twirl. Yeah. I had the mustache, but nothing here, nothing here. And then I just started. I looked online, like, what you do? is like, just, online is, like, just brush the shit out of it. And then shave, because yeah. when you shave, it comes back thick or whatever, whatever. So I would shave, and I would just, even with it clean shaving, I'm brushing it every day. See, with me, only thing I got is just this and this. I don't think I can get nothing else. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see, though. I didn't have the I didn't have the side parts till this past year. Damn. So I, I, just got brushing, bro. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. <sighs> it is other tough, than, though. Other than that, bro, what's been new with you? And shoot, oh, you know, I've been at Shoe Palace, bro. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. Work, I got my lander right here. <laughs> I'm official. I'm a, we on sale. But I'm very straight, man. Being a part of the, being in on like the shoe culture. And now you, uh, now you, now you real deal got like an outlet to, to shoes now. Instead that's of what I'm saying. <laughs> going to a different store and everything. Just be like, man, I hope they got my size. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it's straight. The people there are cool. The manager's cool. 
So it's a nice little job. It's just you're on your feet, which I mean, it's mo- like most jobs. You're on your feet the whole time. Yeah. But it's yeah, straight. Probably, talk, you get to talk to people about shoes and all that chop stuff. Chop it up. All that stuff. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So I got a question, though. How does that work for you working at the shoe palace? Like when shoes come in, are you do you do you get like first dibs basically, or do you gotta wait until like kinda? So uh the policy is we're only allowed to sell 10% of the shoes we get in. If mm-hmm. they're if it's a hot shoe. So obviously we're talking Jordans. If it's like some basic shoe that we get tons of, it doesn't matter. But nobody's buying no no employees buying those basic shoes. But we only yeah. get 10%. So they kind of usually the AMs like the assist the manager and the assistant managers get first dibs, which rightfully so because they're mm-hmm. managers. And then if they pass and we have enough that come in, then the they look at like the sales numbers. So if you let's say you're like you do you're the, the best in sales or whatever, then you'll get the next dibs, whether you want it or not. But I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not I can't get a bunch because I'm trying not to go crazy buying shoes. Cause I, I got this job. I'm trying to, you know, I'm done in two years. So the next two and a half years, I'm trying to stack up as much bread as possible. And like mm-hmm. I say, just to save, just stack up a ton of bread. So when I'm done and I graduate, if I, if I have that, that like a uh, period, that limbo period where I don't like, I don't have a job because like I'm waiting. If I have that period, I got money. You got money saved up. Yeah. yeah. That's, so. that's kind of how I am right now. Cause Obviously, I got that, you know, the full-time job recruiting and everything. And then working at Office Depot part-time, just trying to stack get your money, bro. Because yeah. I did the math and everything. I'm like, bro, an extra, like, 800 a month can go a long way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every a month? Long, a long way, bro. So, I'm just trying to grind it out, bro. It's It sucks, but you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a grind for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. But it's leading to something better in the long run. So, yeah, I don't feel I'm doing this forever. <laughs> but uh, I think we go, need to go ahead and address the elephant in the room. <laughs> Yo, dude, I didn't get to watch the game, but I was like actually getting like updates, date, like every, like you know possession, score, and everything. Bro, I'm six months. And then coming. I got on Twitter and saw everybody dogging Tannehill. What, what, what was it finding? Bro, I, I was at work. I was at work all day yesterday, so I have no idea. I was just every every time I got it, like I would check my my phone to get the updates when I could. But I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what happened because I, I couldn't watch it. But I'm <laughs> sick to my stomach. We got first in the AFC. Mm-hmm. We get. We do all of the – first of all, we played half the season on Derrick Henry. Once Derrick Henry got hurt, everybody's like, oh, that's it. Ties are done. We still – Was coming found through. A way, <laughs> yeah, we still found a way to get first in the entire AFC over Kansas City, over uh, the Bills, like over all these good teams in the AFC. Was to, this a tough division? Is this one of the tougher divisions this year? Mm, uh, I'm, I don't know. You could argue, but you know, you still got Green Bay, Bucks. Uh, well, yeah, I guess kind of because if you look at the AFC with the Chiefs, Titans, uh, Baltimore, assuming uh, Lamar Jackson is healthy the whole season, you can't forget about Baltimore. You can mention them. 
I mean, the Browns, you can't – they're not – you know, they're a good middle-of-the-pack team. But you can't sleep on them because they yeah, might. You yeah, you can't sleep on them. Mm-hmm. But we get a first-round bye just to get – be the our first game. The next I was week. like, bro, <laughs> what are we doing? I don't so, know, so, 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 my next question. Is Julio done? Is he – was that a one-year deal he signed? Yeah, it was one year deal. So you think you think they might get rid of him just to free up cap space to get a quarterback, maybe? Uh, well, here's the thing: I don't think his contract was a huge uh, salary issue. Um, if I'm the Titans, because Julio played hurt this whole season, so if you go look at his stats, you'd be like, "Oh, we might as well let him go. He didn't do much. He's playing hurt." Yeah. So I think if if I'm the Titans and we can get Julio for a cheap price, because he's gonna probably Let's be honest. He's been playing hurt the past few seasons. His stat, he's not really producing, obviously due to the injury. Um, mm-hmm. So he's going to probably be signing one, maybe two-year deal tops the rest of his career. Yeah. So if I'm the Titans, I would just sit down and be like, all right, let's try to come up with a way to keep him as long as it makes sense. Like, we're, they're not going to sign him for two-year, 40 mil. But, you know. Yeah. Well, if I'm the Titans, I try to I try to keep him, get have him have a whole offseason where he gets healthy. And if we can get a full season with a healthy Derek, healthy AJ, and a healthy uh Julio, Titans are gonna they they not they, to they, mention not yeah. to mention too, if y'all get a new quarterback, they're not gonna we can't. We're paying 180 mil. Nobody's gonna take Ryan. No, he's not <laughs> tradable. He's not tradable. 180 million dollars. How many years? And when did he sign this? Uh, it was like a over. Let me look, bro. It, that <laughs> bro, we bro, we talked about this on the podcast a while ago. I forgot about it. I didn't know. I knew it was a, a good amount, but I didn't know it was that much. Yeah, because I remember me and Mitch were like, you know, I think Ryan Tan's a good quarterback, but he's Not okay. Today. I'm sorry, I misspoke. It's. 108 120 mil okay but still that's 118 62 of it was guaranteed so what year is it 2020 so it's the 2021 oh my gosh he has one two three he has he has four years left on his contract so they basically locked in with that (laughs) basically because uh Next year they got to pay him twenty nine mil, mm-hmm. and then twenty twenty three they have to pay him twenty seven mil, and then twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five it's not uh it, it it's like we're it, it doesn't say but the next so you talking about trading him unless a team wants to pay thirty mil for Ryan Tannehill he's not tradable, and plus like. Is she really gonna make that big of a difference with another team? Like, what I'm saying, and <laughs> his his contract next year takes up almost twenty percent of the Titans cap space. One player takes up almost twenty percent. Now I understand what I get is I'm not saying obviously I'm not trying to say Ryan is a bad quarterback. I like Ryan Tannehill. I'm okay if he stays, but all I'm just saying is, and you know, more power to him for this contract. But what I'm saying is, if the Titans want to get rid of him. He costs too much, is all I'm saying. 
that's gonna be the it, that's the that's gonna be the hard part is like <laughs> getting rid of him. <laughs> now, if we were to look up, because I don't think, uh, if I remember correctly, I don't think Julio Jones. I don't remember if I don't remember if he was traded or if he was released. Okay. Oh, his actually his contract's actually pretty steep. I'm not gonna lie. Who's this? Julio. So it's he signed a oh no no no. He has two years left with the Titans. Who Julio does? Well, he his contract says it's through 2025, but the last two years is based on like contract, like you know, they have like when they revisit a potential extension. Uh mm -hmm. But it says potential payout. It's three years, sixty-six million dollars. So that's that's fat. So, but he's on the team next year. His or at least his contract is good for the twenty twenty-two season, twenty twenty-three season. Then twenty twenty-four is when they can either negotiate a two-year extension. But he's officially a, a unrestricted free agent. Yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent twenty twenty-four. It's weird, like, do they got, do they have, like, um, what's it called, player options and stuff in the in the NFL like the NBA does? Uh, that's a good question. I think so. I know they got a no trade, uh, some of them be getting no trade clauses. Yeah, I figured that. I figured that for sure. But dang, man. But, okay, fine, it's fine, it's fine, fine. Real question, real question. What do they need to pick up in the draft? Do you think a, a, a cornerback? Because Farley, he was hurt all season, number one pick. I feel like that's going to be like another Dory situation where we pay him a lot and then he just can't – he can't produce because he's hurt or he maybe not be – he may, may not pan out in the long run, you know? Do you think we get? Do you, do you think we get a backup quarterback too, just in case Tannehill does something? Uh, uh, um, I'm fine. You, you a Titans fan, man? I'm asking you for all these, all these questions. Yeah, I, but I don't think quarterback's the way to go because Ryan Tannehill fits the system with the Titans. He's like he's like a Mac Jones. He fits their system, and I mean, obviously, getting a having a better quarterback would help. But you got a guy. He works. He fits the system. He fit, fits the system. So mm -hmm. I don't know with now they could getting a backup quarterback's fine, but I wouldn't do it with my first. If I have a first round pick, I don't know if that's yeah. first round pick. I wouldn't do it with my first round pick. I would do it where we are hurting and need a guy to come in immediately because that's what you essentially are doing with a first round pick. Now, we, yeah. but I, they'll probably pick up a quarterback, obviously, with like their fifth, sixth round pick. And then, you know, just to try them out because those guys, they're not even guaranteed to make the team. So they could mm -hmm. pick him up and then cut him, whatever. Because I don't even know who the backup for the Titans is, to be honest. Because uh, I will again, I will say, right Taylor, he's durable. He doesn't get hurt very often. And if he does, he they're usually minor. He plays the majority of the season every year, consistently. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I were if I were the Titans, they can't go wrong with with they can't go wrong with an O lineman or. Mm -hmm. O lineman, any position on defense, or uh, except for safety, any position on defense, or if I if I'm the Titans, 
Offense is somewhat fine. I My first round pick would probably either be an edge rusher or a linebacker. And then uh, if not that, I what think type, – What type of linebacker? One that can fall back into depth for, like, pass plays or somebody that just, like, that's that's kind of, like, can do everything. Yeah, I get a hybrid. Specific things, but he can do almost anything. I get, like, I go – I try to find a Micah Parsons, a guy you can have come off the edge like a D lineman, a guy you can have at the Will or the Sam. Hell, you could put him at the mic and send him a guy you could send every play, a guy you could drop back. I would find a hybrid linebacker that could do any anything you need them to. Makes your defense more versatile. Uh, if not, if you want to go offense, if not offensive line, they need a for sure catch slot receiver. You got two downfield killers, AJ Brown, Julio, right? They need like a Wells Welker. Uh, they need like a Julian Edelman, a guy that on third or like a Cooper Cup. A guy on third and five, third and six, he's running a stick route. He, and if you if the ball touches his hands, he's catching it. And you just let him work for those extra yards. Let him. He, yeah, they need a possession receiver. He might yeah. not kill you downfield, but when it's second and two or three or, third or something, and, when you need to convert, instead of taking a shot downfield, which are the it's like taking a deep contest three. It's the least made shot, and it's the least made shot. Well, those downfield throws are the least converted throws. And they're harder because then, obviously, if you had A.J. or Julio, one of them's getting double They probably know what you're going to do, Try Right. They're probably getting double teamed. So if you got a guy that you don't have to take a downfield shot on third and five, that makes all the difference. Because that's why the Rams are so successful. you got Van Jefferson who can kill you downfield. you got one of the crispest route runners in the league uh, or in arguably one of the – Crisp is route runners ever <laughs> and uh and uh a uh OBJ and then you got uh oh, what's the other dude's name oh you got was it Wood Woody uh anyway you got a stellar I know who you're talking about yeah, is it Mike, st- Michael Wood or something something like that you got a stellar receiving core the reason why the Rams are so good is because if Cooper Cup touches the ball he's catching. he don't make a play and he might he's great route he's not the fastest but Third and three, everybody knows it's going to Cooper Cup. If it's not a run, everybody knows it's going to Cooper Cup. Third and mm-hmm. four or five, it's going to Cooper Cup. For sure. Great possession receiver. That's why the Rams are great, fantastic. This mm-hmm. is like with the uh, Green Bay. Like, if they have a good receiver. Lazard's good. Uh, Cobb's good. Obviously, Devontae Adams is one of the best. But if they had – imagine if you had a Devontae Adams-level player as a possession slot receiver. Green Bay be unstoppable. Offensively, I think that's the only thing they're really missing. Even Lazard stepped up. He could be that guy. So, it's tough. Titans could go they, – they could do – they could do a lot of picks, and they'd be fine. Old offensive line, obviously, I think they'll be – you can never but go wrong with offensive make, line. But they have to make the right picks. <laughs> that's the thing. Because we've yeah. seen it in past before where they, they, they bought some, some picks – or where we most of the people didn't agree with the a, a pick selection, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but I've never been a firm. I've never been a firm believer that you gotta do well in the draft to be successful in in the Titans' current situation. Now, if you're rebuilding a team, yes, you yeah. have to do well in the draft. But the Titans, even let's say, even if they have a lackluster draft, if you take the same, obviously it's not gonna be the same. If you take the same Titans team this year. 
they're going to do well next year. They're not, they might not win the Super Bowl. They're going to do well next year, regardless. As long as you keep Derek, like as long as you keep your core pieces, think you're going to be fine. If they keep on adding. Right. Mm-hmm. So with and teams like the Titans or like uh, whoever, like when, like the teams that go to Super Bowl, they don't have to do well in the draft because they already, they already got this to, stuff established. Basically. Right. They have an established team. Now, if you're Jacksonville, you you yeah, gotta do well in the draft. You ha- every pick has to be the right pick. If you if you want an immediate turnaround, you I have to do well in the draft. Have to be the right pick too. Said so what? Said so the coach don't have to be the right pick too. Right. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Jeez. Hold on. What's the thing? So so did Urban Meyer just basically come in and just just was like a dictator in that? It's that's thing? what it's that. Well, I know the biggest part is because he kicked a player. He kicked a kicker. Like he, he kicked. He physically kicked the shit out of a the kicker during practice. What do you do in that situation if you if you the player you take it? Bro, I'm. You, well, me. We're, I'm not hand, taking it. Hands up. Like we're we're squaring we're squaring up. For I sure, keep, bro. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You can be the president of the United States. If you kick me, nah, we're bro, fighting. We, no, that's just disrespect, especially from like you. Like, I feel like it's different because it's like, okay, that's the head coach. You're a player. You guys are both, like, knowing, like, what you what, what you guys got to do. And you come to kick me? <laughs> nah, right. we ain't gonna I think, that. But I also think the re- he – I also feel like he kicked him because he knew the kicker wasn't going to do shit, you know? See, that's a – that's a – you <laughs> – why? Like, I, I, I know Dan would do to like a defensive end or nothing. That's what I'm saying. Had it, <laughs> let it have been like a linebacker or a defense, and he kicked the shit. What? I would have kicked him back. Like I'm kicking a field goal. I would have broke something. Bro, I'd have been. Uh, yeah. We we ain't, been been, we ain't going for that. It'd have been, it'd have been a fight, bro. <laughs> and he thought he could get away with that jump. You know, the crazy thing about it, there was some stuff, allegations and stuff like that when he was at, what, what was that, Florida, that he was doing some stuff like that? Really? Yeah, there's some, like, there's a, uh, I don't know if it was like an E60, but it was like a little documentary and stuff. Um, when he left Florida, there's a, some players that came out and said he did this during, like, uh, workouts and everything and all that stuff. So, I mean, you go from place to place in their storage, man, it's kind of hard to not believe somebody, you know? Yeah. But, oh, well, we'll probably never see, see him coach again. Shit. We, I don't know, maybe. We'll see. Because, you know, if you're, a Actually, great, if you're a great coach, which, I mean, obviously he was a great college coach, but. NFL, I'm you sure that, might be his thing. Yeah, I'm sure if, like, uh, he obviously he wanted to retire from college, but I think if a college team was offering him buku, uh, buku money, you know, or if he wanted to coach somewhere, I'm sure they would overlook it if they really wanted him. Yeah, or have or just be following him his every move. <laughs> I don't know. You never yeah, know. It's a lot of stuff. Yo, so, let's talk about this Grayson Allen flagrant foul bro oh i did see that i was actually watching that when that happened so dude this is the thing i'm kind of i'm kind of kind of confused a little bit about not confused all right he was making a basketball play and everything which i understand what he was trying to do i've been the same 
situation he's been in and you know you just trying to make a play and you know you're not really thinking you're just trying to like stop the ball but bro he does have like he does have a uh a track record of doing petty stuff like that so obviously caruso's out what six to eight weeks for a fractured wrist or whatever it is oh he fractured his wrist yeah, he fractured his wrist. He has had surgery for it. And now it got bumped up. Like, obviously, it was a flagrant foul. It was a flagrant suit. He got kicked out. But um, now the NBA, like, the higher-ups are now reviewing it for, like, additional punishments and stuff like that. And I'm like, shh. He's going to have a fat fine coming probably. I don't know. Maybe a few game suspensions too, but. Uh, well, 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 what do you think about the play? Like, because we obviously we all play basketball. We all like tried to make a play and then probably fouled pretty hard. But well, what do you think? You've seen it, obviously, right? Yeah, I saw. I, I watched it live, and I'm rewatching it right now, actually, because it's tough. Because like you said, you know what I'm saying, like he's trying to stop the ball. Like, it's, yeah, it's tough because I think it was pure basketball play. I don't think he meant for any of that. Because because if you look at his arms, he's swatting at the ball. It's yeah. just Caruso has his hands on it, so he's tied to the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's up I, at in the, the air, same, he has no control. And he has no that, control while he's in the air. At the same time, though, that's a that plays hella. If you go by definition of they said it was like a dangerous play, that was play was hella dangerous. If it yeah. was me, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have taken. If I was Grace Nala in that situation, I, I either would have let him have it, or I would have went straight up. And not trying to swipe through them like that. Yeah. Because yeah. y'all are both airborne. It's tough. It is tough. Because um, he just got kicked out, ejected, right? Yeah, because it was a, they they gave him a flagrant two, and they're like, nah, you got to go. Now, I will be a little upset if the NBA, like, comes down hella hard on him because I didn't think it was that crazy. He, uh-huh. To me, he went for the ball. It just happened to be both guys were – uh, in the air, and it was just both guys were on full speed, and he was just trying to make a play on the ball. So it was just kind of like you know, all the right wrong situations. Um, yeah, I think the ejection was fine, and that should be it. But yeah. it's just, it, but it is unfortunate because I'm an Alex Caruso fan. I'm not gonna lie, I might end up getting a Caruso jersey. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm a huge Caruso fan, uh, and it's it's just unfortunate that he ended up fracturing his wrist because of it. Because if we're being honest, if he doesn't fracture his wrist, I don't think this is being reviewed. Yeah, for you know sure. Saying? So the 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 play itself wasn't that – it wasn't malicious, but it's the fact that Caruso got hurt off the play that they're reviewing it. Yeah. He did hit the ground hard, though. Oh, he hit hard. You see his reaction as soon as, like, he hits the ground, he grabs his wrist and everything. you just like, ah. I knew something. I knew. I thought it was broken at first, but I man. thought he might have like he might have got like a a contusion because he fell f- like straight flat on his hip. So I thought he yeah. might have bruised like or had bruised his hip or something like that because he landed flat. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you get to watch the UFC. Hold on, did you work last? Mm. You worked last night, right? I worked all day yesterday. Yeah. So you didn't even get to ch- see the UFC, right? Or get no? Dang, it was a it was a good little UFC. Did it go uh, to the decision? What the last fight in the Ghana? Yeah, yeah, it went it, it went to it went to a decision. Was uh, it unanimous? Uh, I don't remember, but I know Francis won. 
I think that last round what kind of got him because he was they he was on the there on the ground. He had ground control for about like five minutes. And once that like that like stat popped up, I was like, Yeah, bro, he got it. Like he got the dub for sure. Um they're gonna have to run that back. They're, they're, there's gonna be a fight, a second fight for that one for sure. Oh, so it was it was a competitive fight. Oh, it was a it it was more of a it wasn't one of the like fights you think they'll come out and just start swinging and stuff. It was more right. like strategic because both of them dudes got power and they both knew it. And yes. they knew like if somebody slipped up, like, you know, somebody right. one mistake is over. Yeah. So I feel like that I feel like the first fight with big names like that is always like especially heavyweight, because you know, those people, those dudes are like big dudes got power. I feel like the first fight with those are always like trying to fill them out and everything, try to see what's and then as the fight progresses, that's when it kind of the intensity and uh, the intensity and everything like you know rises and everything like that. So I think there'll be a second one. I feel like it'll be a trilogy fight for sure. Um, the one before that was a good one too as well. I think they might run that back now for a fourth one, hopefully, because that one was pretty good. Other than that, man, it was a pretty good fight. It was a pretty good, you know, main card and everything. I missed the prelims. I saw some knockouts on there, so. I need the – we need a TV at Shoe Palace, bro. You said what? So we need a TV at Shoe Palace. A TV? <laughs> like in the main – That one? At a shoe store? How many shoe stores you know have TVs? None. You think they're going to let their employees watch TV when we're supposed to be selling shoes? Hey man, ain't for y'all. It's for the it's for the for the customers. No, bro, it's not a <laughs> sports bar. Uh, bro, uh, you know how? So you know, let me let me let me just get this out the way. Do you know how hard it is to defend Russell Westbrook right now? See, I was going to say something about that, but um, I didn't know how you're going to take it. But since we're on the topic, what do you think? What do you think they should do? Nothing. As of right now, you just keep just keep playing, because because here's the thing: they're paying. They paid forty five mil for him this year. Next year he gets forty seven mil. They can't trade him. Now I saw Houston. It was interested in the trade um, with John Wall. With John Wall. But if you can't get a trade done, which I don't think they should trade him, I'm gonna be honest. I know this sounds blasphemy because because don't don't forget in November before AD got hurt. Russell Westbrook, I don't know if I can find the that uh what happened though, bro? Like that's my thing. It's nothing. Like, he's just in a slump. He bro, dude, that's just a bad slump. slump he's in. He's never he's never been a great shooter. I don't know why people are acting like this is the this is brand new Russell Westbrook. He's never been a great shooter. I think it's the fact that he's hitting the top of the backboard. That's why. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the fact that the shots he are missing are extremely horrendous wild. uh but no i think in november he was averaging like 22 three points a game he was almost averaging a triple double he was shooting like 45 percent, which is good for us and uh like 32 percent from three and 75 from the free throw line like he was playing well in november it's because ad is hurt he doesn't have a pick and roll guy because we all know Russ in the pick-and-roll game, dangerous. But when you take his pick-and-roll, his pick player out, you know, it gets a little different. Now he's got to 
try to make these shots work. But especially when you have somebody like AD who can roll, obviously roll, pop, right, all that different stuff. You can't have Dwight doing that stuff. I mean, you can. You're just not gonna get the looks you want. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, he had a good game. Uh, was that yesterday? Yeah, he had a good game yesterday. Or not so yesterday, what? two days ago. So yeah. where are the Lakers sitting right now in the West? Are they, like, even – are they, like, eighth, eighth, seventh? Because I know they're not, like – They're seventh. They're seventh? Yeah. Okay. They're okay. seventh and uh, – yeah. They're, like – they're right uh, – they'll pretty much – they're going to pretty much stay seventh. Really, for the rest of the year, or maybe? Uh, I mean, they could, they could, they could pop up to six because Denver is only. They have this. Denver has the same amount of wins, but less losses. Denver, uh, so, they got. I thought Denver was higher up than that. No, they're twenty. They're twenty three, twenty one. Lakers are twenty three, twenty three. So they don't got Jamal though. That's the. That's another thing. So. Yeah. So if Denver, you know, lose the game and then uh, Lakers win a the game, they'll move to six. And, but Dallas is six wins ahead of. Lakers in their fifth, so they're pretty much going to finish either six or well, if they don't go on a losing skid, they'll either finish six or seven. Uh, which obviously six would be better because they want to do a play in. But here's my thing here's here's why I say you shouldn't get rid of Westbrook. One, let's not forget, he's this is the fourth team in the fourth year, right? So he always struggles with every new team because it's a new team. You know, it takes time to build that chemistry. takes time to, to fit into the system because he's the one that's always had to make the adjustment when he moves to a new team. Because when he's always, when he's moved to a new team, he's always been basically the second option. He went from OKC being the, the, the guy, the number one guy, averaging, he averaged a 30-point triple-double for an entire season. He was the guy. Then he goes, to, to Houston, to to whatever, all these other teams, the Wizards, he was the second option. So he's the one that had to adjust. But when you got to adjust your game, it takes time to figure that out with new people, different chemistry, mm-hmm. you know, because the way AD sets a pick and roll is not the same way Stephen Adams does a pick and roll. And then exactly. Stephen, Ad, you know, Stephen Adams might roll a certain way. And then, but Stephen Adams probably never, ever pops. But with AD, he might pop, he might roll. You could probably throw AD the lodge, probably a little more athletic. So you, it's different, even though it's still a pick and roll, different players, different strides, different. You know what I'm saying? You throw it to different. You got to know who you, different looks at it, different at a different players. Whoever. Exactly. So yeah. that takes time, right? So just like with the Wizards last year, he did not play well the first 40 games of the season, the first half of the season. He didn't play very well. But Remember when he was with the Wizards, he played so well the second half. He was in talks of an MVP candidate from mm-hmm. just the second half of the season. And he played so well the second half, he averaged a triple-double. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do this again, but again, he also did this in Houston. Now, he didn't play as well in the second half with Houston um, as he with the Wizards because he literally brought the Wizards from 13th in the East to middle of the pack, all right? Now, Houston, he it didn't play – it wasn't that extreme, but he got them to the playoffs, right? So, again, I'm not saying that it could – I'm not saying it's going to happen again. It's a possibility because now we're in the second half of the season. 
And, yeah, the past few games have been decent, all right, but he had a good game last year. Now, if he can shrink together good games, next thing you know, it's a whole new story with, with Westbrook. Mm-hmm. But, my, but my thing is, let him finish out the season. If he ends up playing well the rest of the season, I think you might as well keep him for one more year and then hope that because he has a, a year with the team, the chemistry will be established. Once the chemistry is established, I think he will play significantly better. And then you start him off with a healthy a, a healthy team. I think he plays significantly better. Now, if he doesn't play well the rest of the season and you bench him and you have all these problems or whatever, whatever then you can just trade him in the offseason. Because not the let's be honest, Lakers aren't winning the championship this year anyway. No. Nah. So you might as well just <laughs> you might as well just let him establish the chemistry. Because what's gonna happen is they ship him off. Well, now he's on another team on New Year. He's got to redo the whole chemistry. Redo the whole chemistry thing. Unless he goes to a team where he's the guy, then he's probably going to average triple-double again. But if he goes to a team with other stars, he's going to have to readjust, build chemistry again. He's back where he started. But if I'm the Lakers, it's like, man, it's just – it's tough. But obviously I'm biased because I'm a Westbrook fan. Uh, But, you know, if they trade and get wall, you know – Cool. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That'd be all right. Wall's not going to get them to the championship. So, I mean, whatever. Obviously, I think Wall's production might be a little more efficient. That's about it. Oh, no. Okay, now you. All right, we're back and we're better. Calvin got froze real quick. Yeah, you got froze too, Mr. Froze on. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Westbrook stuff. But hold up, let's talk about the East, bro. Because tell me why. Oh, <laughs> never mind. They dropped to third. But tell me why Miami was second in the East, bro. First, second, third, and fourth, and fifth are all within a game of each other, bro. Like, the East is fifth and up. Cleveland's two games behind, but they have the same amount of wins as Chicago, but they just have a few more losses. Uh, I'm really impressed with Chicago this year. Oh, yeah. really impressed with them this year. I'm going to be honest. I'm impressed with Miami because I haven't been hearing much about Miami. They've been quiet. But uh, before they're – The Cavs are fifth? Yes, bro. The Cavs have been balling. It's hey, tight, out, bro. Hey, 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 shout out Darius. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's tight. Brooke, because uh, Milwaukee has the best record in the East, and they're fourth. Or they have the most wins, at least. Bro, my thing is, the Hornets have set – I've been sleeping on NBA the past bro, two weeks. And the East, been- the East has been good. 76ers, six. Cleveland Man. is fifth. Because uh, the the Cleveland, the coach for Cleveland, what's it? Uh, he's a candidate for coach of the year. And Kev, Kevin Love, he's coming off the bench. But he's, he's producing off the bench. I think he's a, I, he's a candidate for sixth man of the year. I do like the, the Cavs because I got Evan Mobley, which is he's going to be good in a few years. 
Darius. Who else did they got? I don't really know who else they got. They got Kevin Rick, Love. Who else? They had Ricky Rubio, but I think he got hurt. Yeah. Um. They got Rondo. They for real got Rondo? Mm-hmm. Man, I've been off the... They got Jared NBA. Allen. Jared Allen, solid, solid... Uh, Colin protector. Sexton. I haven't heard too much about him. Ever since his first year in the league, I haven't heard nothing really about him. Well, he's hurt right now. He's out for the season. He underwent knee surgery to repair a torn left meniscus. You know what hurts me is to see the Celtics at 10th. Eh, it doesn't hurt me. It, it kind of does, man. Because I really do like the Celtics and everything. I like Jason Tatum. I like Jalen Brown. I like that little duo. It, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I did not expect the East to look like that at all. Wow. But, uh, the Suns up against, wow, the Suns. They haven't even lost 10 games yet. That's impressive. Oh, yeah, the Suns are playing well. But, yeah, the West is whatever. The only, the only – the West, I mean, the West is going to be the West. You kind of know what teams are going to make it and everything. But the East is shocking. Yeah, the only thing I really like Grizzlies about the West – Grizzlies number three? They yeah, killing? that's the only thing I really like about the West is Memphis is uh, uh, third. But I, I just like the East because, you know, I'm a huge Jimmy Butler fan. So, Miami – Oh, yeah. Two days ago, they were second. Now they're third. And then you got the Bulls, two, the the Nets, one, and Kyrie's playing part-time in the NBA, which is funny, but (laughs) it's crazy, man. You you, you, you ain't never heard that before, a part-time NBA player. (laughs) Dude, just – Dude's weird, but he balling, though. Man. He's balling. Yo, so I damn near blanked out. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, oh, real quick, because there are some NBA or NBA NFL games tonight. We got Rams versus Bucks. Who you got? Rams versus Bucks. Ugh. I can't. I can't go against the goat, man. I can't go against Tom Brady. So you got Bucks and then Bills versus Chiefs. I would love to see Stefan and Jared Allen do it. Now, did I say Jared Allen? Josh Allen, my fault. Yeah. I would love I would love to see that, to be honest. Okay. Who you got? You, you got you you going with the same people or I don't well. I feel like the, the reason why – okay, I'll give you is that, okay, first, re- I'm going with Tom Brady because that's a Michigan dude. I got to go with him. Can't go against the go. The Chiefs, Bills. I just feel like the Chiefs have been exposed all year this year just from play style. Not play style, but, like, just – they figured them – most of the teams, I feel like, have figured them out to a certain extent, you know? So. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. I'm looking at the analytics. Let me break this down analytically. ESPN, this is my uh, this is my tryout to be an analyst. This is my tryout. <laughs> As if anybody from ESPN is watching this or listening. <laughs> so look, first of all, I'm gonna attack the 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 Bills Chiefs because analytically it's easier to decipher. So 
record about the same, but records irrelevant. Now let's look to the stats. So offensively, Kansas City has the Bills beat for the most part. So their total yards, total offense, third. Passing offense, fourth. Rushing, 16th, middle of the pack. Points per game, fourth. Third down conversions is first in the NFL. These are all rankings in the NFL. With 52.2%, they convert third downs. And the single, I think the single most important uh, factor offensively for winning games is converting third downs. If you can stay on the field and convert third downs, drive the field, you'll score more points, whether it's field goal and or uh, touchdowns. Touchdown. You'll score more by default. You can stay on the field. And you have, you get, you get once you do that, you control the game because the other team's quarterback has less time to make plays or is off the field more, right? Because that's how you beat. Or you Mahomes. put them in a crunch time where they don't have right. time to be rushing. Exactly. That's how you beat great quarterbacks. You keep their asses on the sideline as you continue to score. All right. Now, defensively. And then uh, the one thing I will say about the Bills, their offense is seventh, though. So they're top 10 in total offense. Passing yards, they're ninth. Rushing, they're sixth. So they're rushing sixth, where Kansas City's rushing is 16th. Points is third. Third down conversions is third at 46.4%. So all of them, so Bills, top 10 in every category offensively. Kansas City's top 10 except for rushing, right? Which for Kansas City, they're rushing as long as they get what they need out of it, they're fine. Now let's yeah. go to defense. Kansas City's defense, total defense and yard, total yards, given up per game, 27th. Okay, it's almost last. Passing defense, 27th. Rushing defense, 21st. Now points allowed, eighth. Okay. Third down conversions on defense is 18th, middle of the pack. So they only get off the field 40% of the time on third down. So defense, mm -hmm. you only get off the field 40% of the time. That's tough. Now they only have six losses, which is not bad with having an 18th, uh, 18th ranking third down cover. Now let's look at the Bills defense. This is where I'm leaning towards the Bills. Total yards defensively, first in the NFL. Passing defense, first in the NFL. Rushing defense, tied for 13th. Top half. Kind of middle of the pack, but top half. Points defensively, first. Third down conversions, first. Defense is solid for the Bills. Now, Vegas, yeah. betting-wise, it's still a tight game, betting-wise. Now, this is throughout the season. We all know postseason, things are a little different. De defense is tightened up. People play their best postseason. Or at least that's when it's more sense of urgency, as we've seen. Because regular season, San Francisco's not beating Green Bay in a regular season game. Playoffs, yeah. different story, right? So it is a one-point favorite towards Kansas City. So if I was betting on this game, I would take the underdog bet with the Bills. Yeah. With that's how with, I with, am, an astounding, with an astounding defense. I, and two, I feel like the like just based off the whole season, the Bills have had a lot more things going right for them than the Chiefs. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Cause like there's some games like same thing with the Titans, man. It's like some of the games that they lost is just kind of questionable. Like 
it's like the uh, like in comparison to the Titans, man. It's like the the Jets game. It's like there's no way we they they should have lost that game. But also, there's no reason why they should have beat the Chiefs too as well. You know what I'm saying? It, or the Rams. It, yeah, like, yeah. It's, just, it's, it's like weird. It's like, it's like it, they play down to the competition, but when it's like a high level profile team or whatever, they play up. They, they play up. It's just like they what? just play. They play to their competition. Yeah, I don't. Regardless. I, I, it, man, I don't understand it, and I feel like that's the same thing with the Chiefs kind of this year. So, yeah, but like I said, I feel like they kind of figured out their offense and stuff. But I feel like Andy Reid might got something a little trick up his sleeve or something. The offensive coordinator mask guru, yeah. So. It, I just want you know, Titans are out, so I don't care who wins what. So, I just want, <laughs> yeah. I just want it to be a good game. I'll still yeah. watch, I just want, I just want to be a good game. I'm not gonna sweat over any of these games for real. Um, uh, but. And then Rams Bucks, I don't know, because their stats, it's all over the place. Yeah. So that's yeah. gonna be tougher to decide. Obviously, Bucks, I think their offense stats are top 10 in every category except for rushing. Uh-huh. I think. Um, Rams, I don't it's just tough. But with the Rams, if OBJ is stays hot for the playoffs, I mean there's no telling. So that was a great tough. pickup, by the way. That was a great pickup. Yeah, it was That's good. That's crazy that we were in Arizona when we heard about that. <laughs> yeah, we were, bro. Well, your boy, your, your boy was like, "Hey, bro, we might be getting OBJ." I said, "You know, ain't no fucking way I get." Oh OBJ. yeah, I was like, "Bro, I told you, I was like, I got connects, bro." So, bro, they better go OBJ. He's like, "Stop cap, and you not getting OBJ." The report came up. I looked at my phone like this. I said. You're right. <laughs> bro, I love having were... insiders, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, we had to make it make these a quickie because your boy got to be at work at twelve. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah, nice. we just been we just been uh, me and Mitch. We just been doing an hour from ten to eleven. Uh, for real? Yeah, because I got to be working at twelve, but I got I, I stopped by Wendy's on the way. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you get you a little four for four. Yeah. What? That's exactly. What, and then make the fries a large. Uh, <laughs> oh, bro. Sheesh. Hold on. So, what, so what's your schedule? Do you just work weekends or do you work bro, like just odd, odd days? Like, bro, I work. I work every day. My I get uh, my two off days are Tuesday and Friday. I work every all the other days. For real, that's my, how that's kind of how mine is. Like, yeah. I work. Obviously, I got the full time through Monday through Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, no, no. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday is where I work at, like, part-time and everything. Sunday is my only day off, like, from both things. So I just be chilling. <laughs> I be chilling, catching yeah. up on sleep and everything like that. So Yeah, Friday, well, Friday is the closest thing that I have to a complete day off, even though it's not. I, yeah. I, got, I got meetings. I got meetings on Fridays, but uh, I don't have shoe palace. I don't have. So you closing almost damn near every day, right? Yeah, for the yeah, for the most part. But the hours are way better than Pizza because Pizza we close at like we close Boy. at mid like midnight or some shit like that. So you're getting home late. We the late on Saturdays the latest we close it's at nine, which still isn't bad. And like today we close at six, so it's gonna be like a short shift. Yeah, even for though sure. it's, like yeah. is the cleanup and everything like bad or is it just like no, not really because especially like that last thirty last hour like. Uh, yesterday, the last hour was kind of dead, so they're called holes. So if somebody buys a shoe and it's the display and there's a gap in that, you know, the racks, there's a, it's called a hole. So you got to fill the holes every night. So usually I start, 
Like when there's an hour left, I start feeling them. I go look, all right, I need three men, Nike shoes. I need a woman's Adidas. I need a kid's shoe. I'll go back there. I'll grab and you got to like put the, the th- that's called a shoehorn in there. And you got to like put the sticker so people know the price. So I fill yeah. the holes. Uh, and then we just got to make sure the clothing is like folded right. So, and then uh, once we close, close, we just sweep. On Sundays, it's a little long because we got to mop, but I, yeah. I can mop I can mop the whole store in like 10 minutes. So it's not crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy. So yeah, sure. it's not, no. Usually, because usually probably maybe 15, 20 minutes after close, we're out of there. Assume everything, assume everything goes right. Sometimes like See. if like a swarm of people come in the last 30 minutes, then it gets a little... Yeah. Yeah, it gets a little that's the same thing with me. Like obviously like we're a supply store and everything. So like cleanup takes about a little bit longer than your stuff because obviously yeah. the store bigger and stuff and we got people fucking up the pen aisle. <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> <laughs> yeah. <everywhere>, bro. <laughs> but other than that, man, I mean it's it is what it is. Go in there, do my little shift and everything and get out. <laughs> right. So yeah. Well, all right, y'all heard it here. We're excited to keep these episodes going. It's crazy. I got to know. I, when I was looking at my story. It said like a year ago today, and it showed like like episode twenty, bruh. Yeah, or like, uh, bro. Like uh, last <laughs> August, it showed the first episode we put up. It showed in my memories. I was like, dang, it's really been over a year, bro. Anything about it? You're gonna get another notification. It's gonna come up. You're like, damn, bro, we've been at this for two years. Sheesh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's gonna be hey, wild. But you know what we're gonna do. Keep on rolling it. <laughs> we gonna keep on going. Virtual. Yes, and we live. So we appreciate y'all listening. We are out. Guard 615. Deuces.